117. I was hoping to get a little end of that laughter. <laughs> You you all don't know how funny Tyler is. I swear to God, like you you have heard a lot of it. I mean, we've done this 117 times, but you all really don't understand how fucking funny Tyler is. He's just he's just one of those fucking people. Everything he does and says is funny. It's hilarious. Um, well, <laughs> what? No 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 no. Tyler, seriously seriously, Tyler's that guy. You've all uh. been at that party, and, and you don't want to make small talk with people, so you kind of just look around the room. Just to kind of see what everyone's doing. I am always staring at Tyler. Like whatever is happening, I'm just looking at Tyler. Cause you just want to see him it the face he makes when someone's talking to him and he's like, I'd rather be anywhere but right here, right now. And you can just see on his face, you know? <laughs> There's no poker face ever. What you see is what you get. Yeah, yeah. Tyler is that person. And that's something I'm gonna bring up in the next episode, episode 118. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, the reason yeah, we switched these two episodes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Tyler's like, I, yeah, I'm ready to hear it. Just like everyone else. Um, yep. as I was writing it down, uh, we said that 117 was going to be our team TNA time capsule and 118 would be team TNA's holiday special, which is the episode we're recording right now. Yeah. Um, the reason we switched them is because this episode will air on the 20th or 21st. Let me see. It'll air on the 21st, and then you'll have something to go into the holidays and talk to your family about. You can throw some fun facts at them and all that stuff. And it's fitting that our final episode of the year will be with our two most recurring guests of the year and be the time capsule. I mean, that's when we're going to talk about the entire year in an episode, all the crazy events that happened, all the people that passed, all the big uh, events that happened in Team TNA land and just, you know, in... in in Sweden, in Canada, I think that's a better episode to end the year yeah. rather than the holidays episode, which would have just passed. Agreed. And 2022, so just for a slight spoiler, really is the true sequel to 2020, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This it is the really Halloween is. 2. Uh, yeah, this is the Psycho 2 of, of 2020. Uh, yeah, 2021 had nothing. We were just no. tired at that point. Yeah, we we were all just trying to get by, but 2022 really put a fucking stamp on on it. Pretty so much. that's why, yeah, that's why this is episode 117, Team TNA's holiday special. We're gonna give you guys a ton of facts, fun trivia, fun, you know, holiday stuff, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever we have going. We have a ton of things on our list. Um, I think it's a good idea, Tyler, for us to go back and forth. I assume we got our stuff from the same places all around the internet. So I think we did. We'll kind of. We'll just jump back and forth on it. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I apologize because on episode 116, I did say the next one's going to be with with Seal and Ashley. So I apologize for the confusion, but I hope it makes sense the reason why we switched them back up. Yes, I'm very dismayed. <laughs> Poor Tyler, man. Poor Tyler. You guys, I'm telling you, Tyler's so fucking funny, man. Um, I remember one time... And 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 the and to the note I made earlier, where I said wherever wherever party or anything we're at, I always stare at Tyler to see what he's doing. That also goes backwards too, because one time we were at a we were at a mutual gathering. It wasn't a party, and one of our friends came in, and I decided it would be funny for me to just mad dog him as long as I can, um, <laughs> until he noticed. Mm -hmm. So our friend uh, our friend Robert walks in. And I just mad dog him immediately. And I guess Tyler was staring at me because he saw me mad dog Robert for about 30 seconds. And finally, like, Robert walked 
kind of to where I was in line vision with Tyler and I see Tyler staring at me and he says, he's like, dude, let him go already. <laughs> so, so my eyes protected him, dude. I was, I was, I was staring up for him. <laughs> staring up for him. Yeah. Instead of standing up for him. That's perfect. Um, so the holidays are coming, Tyler. This is I love these last months of the year. October, November, December is always so fun. It kind of wraps up the year. There's Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then then uh, whatever holiday you celebrate. Whoever whoever is celebrating. There's so a holiday I, for I, everyone, really. There is. There is. There, there is. is something for for everyone in these uh, in these times, and it's it's a lot of fun, and it's kind of you know you gotta wrap up everything so you can put your stamp also at the end of the year and then start the new year fresh. Brand new, new hopes, new dreams, new fun stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Tyler, let's talk Christmas, man. I mean, that's that's what the people are here for. They don't want to hear about us mad dogging people, and and <laughs> uh, I think they do. I think they do. <laughs> so right. we have a, a ton of facts. I think we can kind of skip around just to see which ones are interesting. I have like fifty. I know you have like all like also like forty five, fifty just Christmas facts. So uh, you want to start, Tyler? Have, I would think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or let's like, see what we got here. Yeah. Let's let's what? let's jump around. Well, wait, 20 First of all, 2022, what what date does Christmas fall on this year? What date does it fall? <laughs> 69. It, okay, number 1. <laughs> the tallest Christmas tree ever displayed was in Seattle, Washington. It measured 221 feet tall. Jesus, man. You know they oh, were damn. talking about the they were talking about the lights in uh, on the tree at Rockefeller Center this year. Mm-hmm. It's five miles of string lights go on that tree. Oh my god, five! five. And you and you got to make sure every one of those works too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but not just that. The reason I bring it up is because this is the tallest tree ever displayed, right? Yeah. The Rockefeller Center isn't the tallest. So imagine if that one gets five miles of string lights. How much do oh. you put on 221 feet? Uh, it's, just, it's just massive, dude. Right? Oh. Um, dude, there's enough lights, I think, for you to come visit me. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You we can follow can, the we trail. Follow the trail. Yeah, really, man. <laughs> you um, if you were to buy all of the gifts from 12 Days of Christmas... It would actually cost you a ton of money, Tyler. That song, 12 Days of Christmas, the most expensive of it being uh, Swans a Swimming. Um, <laughs> the entire list of 12 Days of Christmas would come up to roughly $6,300. Uh, wow. Side fun fact I don't even know that song in its entirety. I don't like, I know how it goes, I don't know the words of it. You know, Eric, a, a long time ago, I'd say, I'd say about 10 years ago, you said one time, if you had a really good idea, you would you would get a thousand dollars. Yeah. Now, yeah, I love this fucking idea of doing this to somebody. Um, this would fucking like sixty three hundred is a bargain because what Eric would charge is seventy three hundred. Like this is fucking genius. We should totally do this to Robert. Well, bring him one of everything on the list. One of fucking everything. I want to hear him <laughs> swans of swimming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. I it is. Anybody if anybody's done this, if any like please write in and just like send 12 reactions. I don't need the whole thing. I just need 12 reactions. Yeah, and if you have $6300 to throw around like that, 
please please think about supporting and creating a Patreon for us. <laughs> are we? Oh my God, are we getting a Patreon? I don't know how much extra content they're gonna get, but oh yeah, yeah. You can get uh, uh, pictures of Tyler that he doesn't know about. So it'll be it'll be really fun, un- unsuspecting pictures of Tyler in our Patreon. Eric's phone is suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we uh, have here? Number three, or for this list, number three. When ca- when the candy cane was invented in Germany, it was made into a J for Jesus. The red stripes symbolize his blood. Holy crap. That's disgusting, dude. And this is, wow. I don't know if it's, I don't know if this is popular or unpopular opinion. I fucking hate Christmas uh, uh, candy canes. Uh, yeah, you know, as a kid, it, they were fun. As an adult, I could not care less. Like, I don't want to suck on one. Yeah, especially knowing that it's Jesus's blood, Tyler. It wow, that's fucking crazy. So, like, is it sacrilege to have like a one of the blue wrapped or green wrapped ones? Then, if that's what it was made for, no, no, I don't think so. Am I reading no, too I much into this? I think you're reading too much into this. Um, what about like a barber shop thing? That thing that spins does that symbolize the blood of Christ too? That that honestly, uh, it does. It is something medical, and and the red around it, the red ribbon around it, is something medical. I think you were able to draw blood or something from barber places at you oh know, back God. in the day. I'll, yeah, that's a true fact. The the red it means something on the barber pole. So after they're done like cutting you, they just go outside and sing for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they give you the the what's it called the sicilian smile and and you know they go outside and everyone starts caroling you know it's like, it's like the english or the irish bow tie or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> love that That's uh, great. yeah i'm gonna skip i'm gonna skip around a little bit um this is one that i saw and and right away i thought you tyler one third of the 20 highest grossing movies released during uh were, were released during the christmas season proving that going to the movies after opening gifts is a popular tradition um i've done mm. it i know i know i'm sure you've done it um do 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 studios know that that's kind of a day to drop the big one dude they know every every day is strategically planned for for a but, mo- for a studio's release every day is they know everything they know when the most the highest populated attendance rates they know all of that shit so is so is this like they're they're like the gold for them like is this like the time to drop you know that movie they've had a ridiculous budget on like is christmas the time or is there another day that's even better i would say like summer of course the summer season itself is the biggest but i think the the second well i don't know if if you want to go by holidays but the holiday season is the second biggest money maker because you have to figure, like most, a lot of kids, I mean, kids have three weeks of downtime. What a prime yeah. fucking real estate to release a movie that's under the R rating. So, that, because Ooh. they will all just flock to the theaters. Uh, family, again, you know, yeah, pe- families want to go to the movies. It's something they can do together. It's something that they don't have to put any effort in. They'll shell out the cash to, you know, you know, spend two hours of fucking peace and quiet from their, from their family. <laughs> Yeah, Definitely. I'm reminded always of, of that time, Tyler. I don't remember what movie it was, but it was a massive release. Theater was completely packed, and the guy that came to sit next to Tyler fell asleep during the previews and woke up at the credits of the movie. Rogue One. I think 
Rogue One, yeah, he was just that fed up with his family that he's like, I'm going to the fucking movie theater. Like, I'm I'm gonna sit down and get some dark and get some fucking time to myself. <laughs> and this yeah. guy started snoring while the previews were going, and Tyler, was, Tyler, of course, got to sit next to him. So that was awesome. Dude, you wish you got the fucking sleep he got. Like, that dude was out. That movie yeah. was loud. And he was in the front. And that guy slept yeah. so peacefully. Like, I, I went to check on him every now and then. Yeah, right. just put, put a, a little mirror. <laughs> yeah, put a mirror under his nose. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank God. He, I, I, oh. Uh-huh. That's perfect. <laughs> what else do you have for us? Uh, let's see. Oh, good. My screen went dead. Uh, okay. Nice. Hey, here we go. It is tradition in Japan to eat KFC for Christmas. Orders must be placed two months in advance. Did you know this? Jeez. I did not know that. Yeah. This is fascinating. Um, there's some videos on YouTube about it. Um, I, I just, I, I love that it's such a thing for them. I, I, I really, like, I kind of wish that was a tradition for us. Like, as much as that's like a fast food thing on Christmas. <laughs> but yeah. that's, that's fucking kind of fun. It's just fun. Yeah. You know? I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I'm skipping ahead again in my own list here. I'm skipping ahead only because I'm seeing something and it's I, I have a good point to make <clears throat> on it. One in three men wait until Christmas Eve to do their shopping. <laughs> the fun wow. thing about this, Tyler, the fun thing about that fact is that's the premise for the pilot of the Simpsons standalone TV show. The very first episode of The Simpsons that's not on the Tracy Ullman show. Oh. It was Christmas. And basically, Homer wasn't getting his uh, his bonus that he was building on, and he had he was really you know down on his luck, and he became a mall Santa. Um, anyone that hasn't seen it, it's it's amazing. But he he wanted to get presents, and he had family over. Uh, it was Marge's sisters, Patty and Selma. He had his dad there. Everyone mm-hmm. was there. He got a he got a um. What's it called, Tyler? Like when you go horse racing, uh, horse race betting, and they give you like a, a tip. He got a tip. I got a tip. Okay. Yeah, he got a tip from from his friend Barney that this dog is gonna win the race. So that's the pilot. That's the very first episode. When they get uh, Santa's little helper. Santa's. That's when they get Santa's little helper, and it is on Christmas, and it is the first episode of Simpsons, which is maybe my favorite show of all time. That's why it's important that one in three men wait until Christmas Eve to do their shopping. Dude, that's a strong episode. That was their first one? That was their Holy first shit. standalone episode. Yeah, that was it. Wow. All right, well, 30... How old are we now? 34 years. They're still fucking <laughs> going strong. Damn. Yeah, still going strong. Uh, Let's see. Wow, this is kind of fucked. Christmas trees usually grow for close to 15 years before they can be sold. Ouch. Huh. Wow. It's, it's kind Ouch. of like a father just kind of like pawning off his children, isn't it? Like you have to just wait for them to like become that's, age. That's the bar mitzvah of trees. You know, they're like, <laughs> you're 15 now, you're a man, get out of the forest, you know? <laughs> uh, wow. And just like, just chopping them down to kill them. 15 years, yeah. all that work, all that attention, 15 years yeah. done. 
Yeah, and then only to be enjoyed for a week and then thrown to the fucking curb the night of the 25th like we like we always see, you know? Oh, it's kind of sad, like, man. This is why Costco rubs their hands together anytime they put up the fake Christmas trees for sale. They know. <laughs> yeah. They all oh, come on, environmentalists. Let's come get it. Come get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer got his start as an advertising gimmick for Montgomery Ward in 1839. I pray to God that's right, because that seems like a million years ago. 1839. Dude, I don't even know that Montgomery Ward was around that long ago. Dude, Montgomery Ward, do you remember this fucking store? You know what's funny? That actually came up recently, and there's a Montgomery Ward skeleton on Roscoe and Van, o- uh, Roscoe and Van Nuys Boulevard. There's a Roscoe huge building that they're going to demolish. Yeah, it's right across, straight across from a Walmart. Huh. There's a huge building that they're going to turn that entire building and parking lot into um, an apartment building. But right now, it still is a massive building that has the massive Montgomery Ward sign on it. Okay, so looking up Montgomery Ward right now, they went defunct Mm -hmm. in June of 2001. Right on the cusp of when Eric was entering um, Jewish manhood. That was 21 (laughs) fucking years ago. That building has been sitting there for over two decades. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I mean, that's just telling of the area, to be honest. And I'm not trying to talk shit about that area, but it's like, do something with that fucking building and parking lot, for God's sake. You know what wow. there is over there in that parking lot right now? It's the overflow from Galpin uh, dealership cars. Oh, shit. That's what they're using it for? That's wow. So it, look, it, it looks like Montgomery Ward is like the most popping fucking building in the <laughs> entire neighborhood because it's full of brand new cars in their driveway, but it's a dead building and a parking lot full of... uh uh. Um, dealership brand new cars that are just sitting there do me a favor take a photo of that and send that to someone and just say i'm so happy montgomery award is finally thriving yeah right <laughs> it's good to see they're busy not not a part yeah, not an empty spot in the lot <laughs> that's that's crazy yeah yeah no oh. uh oh god i agree with this one <clears throat> Paul McCartney earns $400,000 a year from his wonderful Christmas time song, which is widely regarded as one of the worst <laughs> songs ever recorded. Ooh, I don't even, how does that song even go, dude? I don't even remember that song. It sounds just like Mariah Carey belting out one of that, that crap song that she earns like a billion dollars from every year. I'm sure she's yeah. on here somewhere. Where is she? Well, so- <laughs> We'll get to her eventually, maybe. Um, Christmas used to be illegal, Tyler. uh, Oklahoma was actually the last state. (laughs) Oklahoma was the last state to declare Christmas a legal holiday in 1907. So before that, if they saw you with a tree, you were probably just shot on site or hung from that tree. Christmas used to be illegal. Illegal. Until 1907 when it finally, you know, Oklahoma was like, you know what, we'll give it a try. You know what? I wonder if that was a time before there were, oh yeah, 1907, before there were legitimate unions and businesses were just forcing people to work those days. Like That's probably what it was. It has to be because no one is that heartless. Yeah. Like we're pretty heartless, but we're not that heartless. Yeah, that's true. Thanks a lot, Oklahoma. (laughs) Yeah, good job, Oklahoma. Jerks. Uh, 
Oh, here's an interesting one. Christmas is not Christ's birthday, as many believe. According to the Bible, Christ was actually not even born in the winter. It's true. It's wow. true. By, by all accounts, it was closer to April. Um, if you think about it, there's no way it would have happened like that. Because wasn't he born in a manger, in a stable, in all of that? Yeah, I would have thought it just would have been butt cold in there. I guess not. So so imagine how freezing fucking cold it is in a manger, in a stable, in the dead of fucking winter outside. Like, that's not when he was born at all. To be fair, Eric, our grandparents walked 45 miles in the snow to get to school every day. Yeah, and some of our parents too, man. They come with that same bullshit story. I'm like, it doesn't <laughs> fucking... <laughs> oh, man. What's next? Um... The original location for the 1947 Miracle on 34th Street movie was the New York Macy's in Herald Square. However, for the remake in 1994, Macy's refused to participate. Therefore, the fictional store Coles was created. Good for uh, you, Macy's. Stand your ground. Tell, I mean, this movie is like iconic, right? I've never seen it, but this is like like one of the Christmas movies, right? Definitely one of the Christmas movies. I'm not a right fan on. of either, but... Yes, definitely. I respect that it is. I mean, honestly, okay. Die Hard's a better Christmas movie than this. <laughs> we'll get to Die Hard somewhere around here. Uh, oh, I'm not going to talk about that horrible dancing fool. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> oh, here's a fun one. It only took six weeks for Charles Dickens to write A Christmas Carol. Which is you the know, basis for like every fucking narrative on Christmas. Yeah, it is. And and I hate to say this. I really hate to say this. And I hope it doesn't work out like that. But I don't know if my if my uh play that I was writing, The Curse of the Grumpler, I don't know if it's gonna be ready in time. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called The Curse of the Grumpler. Oh, that's every podcast. Yeah, I yeah, it really is. I mean, I mean, why why make a play about it when you guys get to tune in every Wednesday and hear about it? Oh man. Well, you know, Christmas 2023, we have a prime slot for it. Listen, my mistake was I had a lot of good one-liners and I put them all together, but then my dumbass wrote it all in Dr. Seuss style, and it's very hard to rhyme things. Uh, <laughs> whoops. So that's kind of where I fucked up. So either I'm going to ditch the rhyme or another time. You see what I just did there, Tyler? Oh, oh I see what you did there. You see what clever, I did there? Clever. I did. Um, well, we look forward to it in 2023. We'll see. We'll see. I I don't know, man. Maybe a miracle will happen. Probably not, because Christmas miracles don't happen to Jewish people. So, so. Unless they're on 34th Street. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Visa cards are used about 6,000 times every minute during the Christmas season. Um, if anyone remembers the time my credit card got stolen, most of those 6,000 were my individual card last year on Christmas time. So that was, that was fucking awesome. For, for anyone that wasn't around during those days, someone, my card got compromised at a gas station, uh, self pump and someone charged my card $99 and odd amount of cents. So it wouldn't be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. I think it was like 60 or 70 times within a matter of like 15 minutes. God damn. So that was a lot of fun. And then it went for like weeks and weeks and weeks of me updating until I finally got it resolved. 
Um, yeah, but moral of the story, pay inside, pay in cash, save a little bit of money, but no matter what, pay inside, do not pay at the pump. There's too many things that can go wrong. Take that extra walk. You need to stretch your shit anyway. You know, stretch your legs out. You've just been driving. Yep. Go yep. inside and pay. Trust me. And if you can pay in cash, you even save a couple bucks. So you but have that be the moral of the story. I have absolutely learned my lesson. Since that time, I have never paid at a pump again. Never. There we go. Yep. Uh, I just got ga- uh, money today for gas. Like, I, I, I'm going to get it tomorrow morning. But I thought in advance, let's get cash. Because don't be an Eric. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, please don't be an Eric. Seriously, learn from our podcast. Learn from our mistakes. Trust me. Trust me. Take those 10 steps. You're going to feel better. Maybe get something to drink, too. Grab a water, man. Just grab get a water. A grab, get a Pepsi. Buy a lottery ticket, pay in cash, or pay with however you want to do it, but pay inside. Team Team Podcast. You are going to pay regardless. And you know, if you use a credit card, you're paying more anyway. True. Just saying. True. Now, get ready for this. And I'd love to know the weight of this in total. Americans purchase 1.6 billion, billion with a B, as in boy, Christmas cards every year. Jeez. Now, I'm sure there's many people. I, Eric, you might be one of them. I'm someone. I, I like to save birthday cards and that, you know, the like. And those, mm-hmm. those you know, add up every now and then. You know, you, it's probably like a pound every few years or so. I don't know. Yeah. How much of that paper stock weighs. Can you imagine how much 1.6 billion cards weighs only to be tossed out? No one saves Christmas cards. Nobody. Yeah. Imagine Nobody. how much fucking weight that is on the environment. The the fucking it's, the the foot the carbon footprint it makes to make all of those cards to be thrown out. Yeah, I'm what I've saying. learned from what I've learned from this episode is that Christmas is Arbor Holocaust. It <laughs> yes, it is Arbor because Holocaust. all we do is cut down 15 year old minimum trees. And make 1.6 billion holiday cards on this fucking day, man. Yep. And those are just what are purchased, not ones that are manufactured. Exactly. Yeah, not every card made is sold. So this is, yeah, Christmas is Arbor Holocaust. Oh, gosh. When you think about the wrapping paper, Tyler, and the boxes and the bags, Christmas is Arbor Holocaust. Anyone that doesn't know the word Arbor, Arbor is trees, basically. Oh. It's it's I've never thought about that before. That's that hurts, man. Like that's it, why that's why we're gonna this why we're this isn't gonna be a planet in a thousand years. Thanks a lot, Christmas. Yeah, really. Maybe the Grinch was right, dude. The Grinch was right. That you know what? I, I'm sure the Grinch was just licking the red on every candy cane. Bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Franklin Pierce was the first president who put up an official White House Christmas tree. Uh, I wish I had a year to accompany that, but Franklin Pierce well, was the very first one. As you say that, I make a new tab to figure out when his administration was. Franklin so, Franklin Pierce. Let's look up this idiot here. That's one of the <laughs> That's one of those presidents that I forget existed. Uh his presidential term was uh oh oh my god he was a senator he was part of the house of representatives new hampshire house of Representatives. god damn where's his fucking presidential there it is um 
1853 to 1857. So March of each. Yeah, March. Just for just for context, when this guy was being so brazen as to put up a Christmas tree in the White House, Oklahoma was still calling it illegal to have the holiday. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Would, I love it. It would be some 50 years before Oklahoma was like, all right, yeah, I guess you can put up a tree. Dude, what a fun comedy movie to make. Like all about like Oklahoma resisting Christmas and just I like, like the pressure of the president to make it like, I like, like a that. holiday. That's so funny. I love that shit. Yeah, dude, they had to call in the National Guard to go to like the town square and they bring in a Christmas tree and put it up. You know? Oh, the, I like it. Oh, I love that shit. Someone write that and then um, let us buy it. Yeah, credit us. Yeah. Credit us. We want producer credit and pay. Uh, <laughs> what else do we have, Tyler? Uh, well, this puts a smile on my face. December 25th was likely chosen because it coincides with the pagan festival Saturnalia. I hope I'm pronouncing that. Saturnalia, where there was partying, gambling, and gift giving. I love that we always get back to the pagans. We always do. Every holiday, I think, has pagan uh, undertones in it. I really do. I, re- oh. I really believe that. They have their pulse on the human condition, and I'm so glad that they sacrifice them from time to time. <laughs> yeah, you That's know they great. were doing can- they were doing candy canes with red on it before it was a thing. Those pagans, it was dripping red. <laughs> there was off no the white lo- on their candy canes. <laughs> it was dropping red off the lowercase r. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I can't wait till next week. Yeah, right. Oh, we're going to have fun next week. We're going to get to that towards the end of the episode. We have things planned for next week. And at the end of the episode, we're going to tease how this episode almost went down. Yep. Yes. (laughs) I'll I'll let Tyler explain to you all what happened right at the beginning of this episode. Stay till the very end and find out how this episode almost went down. Yep. Um, Treasure Island writer Robert Louis Stevenson willed his November 13th birthday to the daughter of a friend who hated her Christmas birthday. So he basically left her with his birthday when he died, which is very nice of him. Wow. Cheap bastard. I love that. <laughs> See? Now that's giving. That's fucking backhanded gift giving, Tyler. It's like, it's like, oh, Tyler, um, I, I know you don't like your birthday in July. You know what? Go ahead and have mine. What can I, like, I, you don't have the authority to do that. What the hell? I love, I would love if they had cameras, like little like GoPro, I was about to say lipstick cameras. Those haven't existed in decades. <laughs> uh, GoPros and everything, just to see her reaction when that was read to her. I'll give you my birthday, and then soon realizing the government can't do that shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he should have just slapped her when he was alive. Would have been better. <laughs> At least she would have actually been given something physical. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but it's good to get someone from beyond the grave because they can't do anything back to you. You know, like it's done. You're dead. That's true. I'm going to do some kind of horrible prank at my funeral just to get everyone there because there's nothing you guys can do about it. There's nothing. I think it's pretty epic to pull a prank on people when you're gone. Like that just shows not only did, did you get them and they can't get back at you, but just you had the forethought. You had the, yeah. <laughs> the first degree thought of fucking with people right up until the end. I have, I appreciate that and respect that. Eric, 
please please yeah. try it. I hope to God we don't get that for decades, but please fucking think yeah. of something. Think yeah, of my something. My last earthly decision will be how to fuck with everyone at my funeral, Tyler. With oh. an emphasis on you. With an emphasis on you. Why me? Why, I what know. have I done to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do like, you know what? I, I actually I, I'm actually kind of a millionaire and I left my my treasure chest full of money and this is the coordinates dig everything out and it's going to be you know the 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 coordinates are going to lead right to your living room oh it's not under a big w no it's going to be under the big t (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's what they used to call me back in my porn days the big t yeah (laughs) uh all right next christmas lights were so expensive that they used to be rented rather than sold. An electrically lit tree was a status symbol in the early 1900s. Now, Ooh. can you imagine five miles of that shit? Yeah. How no, expensive no that would be? That. <laughs> Raid the treasury. <laughs> Eat that, Pierce. Yeah, yeah really. Old Is Christmas ass? Oklahoma legal <laughs> old Christmas ass? Um, a Facebook study in 2010 revealed that Two weeks before Christmas is the most popular time for couples to break up. <laughs> wow, there's a lot of old. there's a lot of awkward holiday cards that go out. Give the gift of loneliness. Yeah, really. It's ah, like, damn. oh, we got a card from uh, Eric and Tyler. Wait, didn't they break up? Yeah, but I no. guess yeah, but this is post dated. Now I'm wondering. This is gonna get dark. I'm wondering if that coincides because you know. Suicide is a huge part of the Christmas season too. I'm Ooh. just saying, if one leads to the other, uh, a, that is a very dark turn, man. Now, this is already outdated. A Facebook study in 2010—they're known as Meta now. So, who knows if this data is accurate? That's true. That's true. I, you know what? Let's go right to the source. What does MySpace have to say about that? Come on, Tom. <laughs> Where'd he go? Perfect. Oh, there you are. Uh, okay. What's next? The first Salvation Army collection kettle took place in San Francisco, Oakland Ferry at the foot of Market Street. It was a large crab pot with a sign that read, keep the pot boiling. Okay. Adorable. Um, the biggest display of lights ever made is in Australia. It has 1 million 194,380 LEDs covering 3,865 square meters. David Richards has used his home to raise $20,000 for SIDS and Kids Act <laughs> since 2011. Um, now, everyone hears Tyler laughing, but SIDS stands for Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, which is when kids who are very young for no reason at all just pass away i wasn't ready for that one (laughs) sorry they're infants and as we have the grinchler over here fucking laughing (laughs) i I want you all to know that uh, god bless this man for for putting together sids and kids act of 2011 (laughs) excuse me welcome back tyler I'm sorry, I wasn't, like, you started this well, and I wasn't expecting this to end with SIDS. It's just, I'm sorry, Eric, Eric, you know, said this like a joke, and I reacted. I'm sorry. 
I think I said it very professionally and and actually, you know, passing it on as a matter of fact. I'm so I'm uh, honestly I was not ready for SIDS. That just came as such a shock. I wasn't ready for all of the display lights covering Australia or whatever it was. <laughs> anyway, good job, David Richards. You do great work. Yes. Uh, who who wrote this list? They need to author this better because people like me wait for the punchline at the end of a statement, and that's kind of how this was worded. Anyway, <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, shout out to SIDS. And kids, which is an amazing thing. God damn it. Eric's rhyming again. That's what it's called, man. What the hell? Uh, oh, this is fun, too. Uh, in 2012, there were more than 15,000 holiday decorating injuries during November and December. The most common being falls, 34% of all injuries. <laughs> wow. One of, my, one of my favorite things every year was uh, the holiday episode of um home improvement with tim taylor mm-hmm. the way he used to yeah the way he used to decorate and just fall off the fall off the ladder electrocute himself just just somehow something horrible would happen but in the end the christmas lights would always you know kind of be awesome i mm-hmm. always loved the christmas episodes and not just not just that one um Whatever it is, TV shows always have really good Christmas episodes. One of my favorite ones of Frasier also is a Christmas episode. It's it's called uh, Different Perspectives on Christmas or something like that. Mm. Christmas episodes are always, always fun. Um, yeah, I always love <clears throat> how much they, they're able to tie in their own sensibilities with the holiday or like kind of manipulate the holiday for their own sensibilities. Like they really, I, I love when shows do that. Yeah. Yeah. Unless that's it's a true cool show and then fuck you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, what do we have here? The city of Vancouver, Canada, shout out to Ashley Lana, um, claims to be the birthplace of the first ugly Christmas sweater party. Oh, my question to you, Tyler, and what everyone's wondering, do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? I have one because I was forced to go to one of these parties once. And that's the only reason. I, I don't like these parties. I think this is way overplayed. Um, I love the idea of them. Uh, and yeah, okay. So to answer your question, yes, I have one. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Long, yeah, long story long. <laughs> yeah. Long way story full, yes. Yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Eric, what's the ugliest Christmas sweater you own? Ooh. You have a couple, at least. I have a, I have a couple. I love these things. I fucking love ugly ugly holiday sweaters. The ugliest one I own is when I found out Ross. I bought it because it was on fucking clearance. I've never worn it. It's mm. a vest, and it's a body of an elf with his like arms, you know, um, to his sides. Like he looks like he's like sassy, and then the head would be my head. It's got your face it's- on it. It, it no like like the the it's just the body of the elf and the neck yeah. ends where the neck of the shirt where the collar of the vest ends. Oh, I see what you're saying. Got it. I yeah, love. So that. that's the yeah that's the ugliest one only because it's with myself incorporated. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Wear that next week. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a picture of it and post it up for everyone to see what I'm talking about. It, I it's really ugly wanna... as fuck. I'm... Yeah. It's ugly as fuck. I've never, I've never worn it. I've never ever worn it. Honestly, I've never worn it because the uh, the sweaters I have are so much better than that. But it's just, it's a funny thing, and it was on clearance, so I got it. 
We'll wear that next week. I really want to hear you wearing it. So You want to hear me wearing it? <laughs> okay, I'll wear it and you can hear it. From performers to maintenance workers, approximately 220 people are hired for the Disneyland Christmas Parade. For the Disneyland Christmas Parade. Parade. Yeah. Yeah. Now, for that... any of you that have never been to a Disney park before, I need to explain to you the parades there. Um, you may think that your local town's parades are pretty fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Disney goes above and fucking beyond for their parades, whether it's the Christmas yeah. parade, the electrical parade, the Nemo parade, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. When it all boils down to it, all parades are fucking boring. And I can't believe 220 <laughs> people are hired for this. <laughs> Jesus that, Christ. His, that his, is their Super Bowl. And it's not even his birthday. Yeah, no. No? Anyway. Um, this one right here is for my friend Tyler. Yeah. The word Merry in Merry Christmas was not always accepted because being Merry used to signify slight intoxication. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we have there. Oh, it's like it's Christmas right now. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting married, Tyler? Merry holidays, folks. All right. Now, the first Christmas celebrated on American land was in 1539 in Tallahassee, Florida. There were no trees hmm. or presents, just a religious mass. Just like Tallahassee to do shit differently, right? I mean, like fucking Florida. Everything's, a, everything's weird and different. That's true. And you all know we're, we're all about fun facts here. Anyone that knows the artist, the singer, the rapper, T-Pain, the T in T-Pain doesn't stand for Tal uh, Tyler. It stands for Tallahassee. Oh. So, fun does fact, it? Tallahassee Pain. It does. It does. Oh, that is a fun uh, fact. That's the one thing I'm walking away from this today. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Or the one thing and that Tyler will cause me to walk away from this today. I think you should make a donation to the SIDS and Kids uh, Foundation, Tyler. I think it's it's you know I think it's the right thing to do at this point. What do you want me to um, donate? Like five bucks or something cool. I don't know. Something like ten bucks. I don't know. Oh, money. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to oh. donate your time? Like what? <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna are, are you gonna leave them with your birthday when you die, Tyler? Is that what you're gonna do for the charity? <laughs> I, I bequeath unto all of you. <laughs> yeah, Tyler. That's birthday. the shittiest thing you could do, man. Just like some 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 children's charity in lieu of cash, I offer you my birth date. I no longer need it in my death. I need to call my lawyer and amend my will. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord, that what a great thing to do. That's you see, that's fucking shitty. That's the prank that I'm gonna do, Tyler. Um, the first batch of eggnog originated from medieval Britain's drink Posit, a hot milky ale-like drink. Oh god. A milky yeah, ale-like drink? Yeah, that's like... They're doing this fucking thing now, Tyler, where they're pouring uh, Pepsi and milk together. Have you heard of that? Pepsi and milk? Yeah, apparently it's a fucking thing, and they're like, oh, it's a Pepsi hack. Like, dude, that's disgusting. I've never done it, but just the idea of it's disgusting. We'll talk to Lalo, Lalo about it and see what he says. Is this a TikTok thing? I... Don't even know, dude. I just it came across my my life, and it's not something I'll ever do or try. Tyler, would you try it? No, because you know why? 
Because it's going to be terrible. Like, milk does not need any carbonation, first of all. Milk is yeah. also not sweet. If you want sweet milk, drink fucking eggnog. Like, what <laughs> What are you putting in Pepsi for? Like, I a float. Now, I will say that people will probably say it's like a float, like a runny float. But, like, even then. It's not the same. Like, no, like, like drink like a hot milkshake. Yeah. Or, or drink a hot float. Go write a hot piece of shit for all I care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, where are we? I'm so mad. Like, where's another fact here? <clears throat> In 1980, the highest selling Christmas toy was a Rubik's Cube for $1.99. It now retails for $10. And it also shows that in 1980, all parents hated their children. They bought them all Rubik's Cubes. That's true. That's true. My final Christmas fact. What what is it? Well, no. Have you ever solved? Yeah. Have I ever solved one? No. Okay. Have I gotten two colors together before? Yes. However, (laughs) solved it? No. Yeah, I took the stickers off and, and, and tried to put them back on, and then I just had an empty Rubik's Cube. See, now that's fucking thinking. Like, that's how you solve a puzzle. <laughs> Don't work harder. Work smarter. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm putting up for sale a one-piece puzzle of Team TNA's <laughs> logo. <laughs> a one-piece puzzle. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna it's gonna be an already made thing, and we're calling it a, a puzzle, so it's not hard for anyone. Genius. Children of all ages. From eight to eighty. And it just has yeah. that big one with the circle on it. <laughs> Uh, the final Christmas fact I have, Krampus is a demonic character that wanders the streets with chains and bells looking for misbehaving children. This is one of the scariest Central European Christmas traditions. Um, this has become movies. This has become folklore. Krampus is like a terrifying looking fucking thing. And that's my final Christmas fact before we go on to the next. Krampus is fucking awesome. I knew you'd say that. It's just I knew like you'd a- say that. Like, I, I know he's like a, I don't know if he's like a demon or whatever, but he's like a, he's an antagonistic character. And honestly, I think every holiday should have one, whether it's the Christmas, Thanksgiving, um, Memorial Day, like everybody, <laughs> everything should have like a little like antagonistic creature running around that everyone has to like destroy. I think that's fun. You see... That's why they have the Noid at Pizza Hut. Yes, there's the Noid, the Pizza <laughs> Noid. Good old Domino's. Yeah. Oh, Domino's, Domino's. I'm sorry, I, just, I misspoke. What about you, Tyler? Do you have any more Christmas facts? Remember when you bought me the Bendy Noid for my birthday? I do. I yeah, do. and I still have it to this day. And there my kids, my kids will one day ask, what is that? And I will say, that is the Noid. Your Uncle Eric bought that for me. Way back and now when. I'm annoyed with all of you. I'm annoyed with all of you. Ooh, butting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the most popular theory of why we leave cookies and milk out for Santa is because Dutch children would leave food and drink out for Saint Nicholas on his feast day. Now, beautiful. They're they're Dutch, and we know how much they love beer. How much do you think that they left beer and sausages out for this guy for Saint Nicholas? At, at least they had the good taste of not leaving beer and milk for him, Tyler. That's the important oh, thing. Oh, God. 
Dude, if I was Santa and you had beer and sausages, like, uh, you know how happy I would be? Like, I would happily bring children presents if there was beer and sausages waiting. Like, milk and cookies? Get bent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm into Hanukkah now, Tyler. Do you have anything else for Christmas or you want to move no. on to the next one? Let's move Hanukkah? on to the, uh, let's move on to the festival here. All right. Um... Hanukkah. Hanukkah celebrates the rededication of the Second Temple in Jerusalem during the 2nd century BC, according to History.com. Legend says that when a leader outlawed Judaism back then, a group of followers revolted. It became known as the Maccabean Revolt. Yes. Yes. Uh, What about you, Tyler? Anything for Hanukkah? Uh... The original Hanukkah story is a military victory. The Maccabees, an army of the Jewish rebels, an, an army of Jewish rebels, conquered the Syrian Greeks who defiled the Holy Temple in Jerusalem. The Maccabees then reclaimed the temple. The word Hanukkah means dedication. Nice. Um, <clears throat> final Hanukkah fact I have: there is no official right or wrong way to spell Hanukkah. So, however you do it, you're doing it right. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, so I need to file a grievance with the Chabad that I went to <laughs> Hebrew school with when I had it ingrained in my head that there was only one true way to write the word. In um, Hebrew, there is one way to write it. In English, it's not an English word. There is no C-H-K-C-H letter in English. So however you do it is correct. So I want to file the audio that was just... <laughs> said in uh, as uh, exhibit a for evidence here everything i was doing was right i followed all the rules and in the end i was correct um i spelled it properly according to me thanks eric thanks i'm gonna get you a cassette tape of the recording Tyler. if you would please and also mini cassette so i can play it to the uh <laughs> so i can put it so i give it to the rabbi because that's how he gave my um uh what is it when they when you have your certain portion of text for your bar mitzvah what was that called Haftorah. Yeah. My Haftorah. <laughs> Thank you, Rabbi. Yeah. 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 You can get him a, a Edison wax cylinder with this recording. <laughs> if if you can provide a Edison wax cylinder for me, I, I will love you forever. That's amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll get started, Tyler. I'll get started. Do you have any more uh, Hanukkah facts or do we move right on to Quasi Kwanzaa? Wait, let's go on to Kwanzaa. Let's go on to Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa, I don't know why it's not more well-known. This is, after we read about it in our 2021 holiday special, I learned to love Kwanzaa. I think Kwanzaa's fucking cool. Kwanzaa should be celebrated every fucking day. Kwanzaa's amazing. Let's get right into it. A few mm. fun facts. Kwanzaa was created in the 1960s. Maulana Karinga, a black nationalist who later became a college professor, created Kwanzaa as a way of uniting and empowering the African-American community in the aftermath of the deadly Watts Rebellion. Holy shit. Um, I didn't know that last part. Holy yeah. crap. This is so, so, so important that they call it the Watts Rebellion because some people call it the Watts Riot, and it was not a riot. These weren't people that were like going and, and looking for trouble. What happened is trouble came to them. And it was a fucking massacre. People need to read about that. People need to read about Black Wall Street and and really get the facts because it's it's really, really been swept under the rug and it's a big deal. I love Kwanzaa. I love, love, love Kwanzaa. So 
that's the wow. first fact about Kwanzaa. That's, that's uh, eye-opening. Holy shit. It is, man. It is. And people, I think after hearing this episode, maybe the same way that I learned to love it, I in in 2021, I didn't learn to love it. I learned about it and fell in love with it is what actually happened. Hopefully you all learned something here real quick about Kwanzaa. We have just a few facts and maybe it'll be eye-opening for you as well. Uh, many people celebrate both Kwanzaa and Christmas. Though often thought of as an alternative to Christmas, many people actually celebrate both. Kwanzaa is not a religious holiday, but a cultural one with an inherent spiritual quality, Karengo wrote. That's, wow. Yeah, dude, this is, it's fucking beautiful. I can't believe this is like the newest one. I mean, it was made in the 60s and it has the values that you wish every holiday would have. It's a very, um, like, <clears throat> like uh, I don't know what you'd call it, but like, a very, it's a, it is a spiritual holiday, but it's a very powerful holiday that, it is. I'm surprised it's not more embraced just in America in general. Like that's I, as America is like, we always wanted to be different and have our own customs and ways and everything. And that's like having a religion like that is like, I think is, is truly American. It is. It is American. I think, I think the thing is, and this is me standing up for all of, you know, America here, all of the United States, at least. I, I plead ignorance on this one. I never knew about Kwanzaa. I always thought it was like some random thing. I thought it was like something maybe more more belonging to the continent of Africa. I thought it was something Jamaican because of the colors. I never knew what it was. Mm. I never knew what Kwanzaa was. Then last year we did our holiday special and I found out what Kwanzaa is all about. And I'm like, this is, why is this a holiday? This should be a lifestyle. Like mm. people yeah. should, this is. This isn't even a whole, this is truly a lifestyle. Kwanzaa is fucking awesome, man. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The next fact I have, uh, homemade and educational gifts are encouraged. In order to avoid over-commercialization, gifts handed out to family members on the last day of Kwanzaa are often homemade. This thing just gets better and better with each and every fact, I swear. Yeah. Now I know this can never be an American holiday. That's why it's not. That's probably yeah. why it's not. Because you can't you can't sell Kwanzaa in a box. You can't wrap Kwanzaa in a package. No. That's why Kwanzaa will never take off over here, honestly. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm Team Kwanzaa. Let's go. I'm Team K. Come on, Team K. Yeah. Team TNA celebrate Kwanzaa. For anyone asking, you heard it here first. We celebrate Kwanzaa over here in Team TNA. No, absolutely. That was wonderful. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit about Kwanzaa. That's a little bit about Hanukkah. That's a little bit about Christmas. Now team TNA in classic TNA fashion. Tyler. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk holiday movies. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know what's coming. Yeah. You're already frustrated. Tyler. There's no way you already know what's coming, Tyler, because these are things that I handpicked specifically for you, Tyler, starting with Rotten Tomatoes, best Christmas movies of all time. Tyler, guess what number one is? Just tell me. Okay. You're all with me. We're not all Mr. Media like Tyler is. We have no idea what most of these movies are. Tyler, I apologize in advance. I've never heard of most of these things, so I'm going to have a few questions for you. Okay. Number one, Meet Me in St. Louis, a 1944 movie, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, 87% from the people. What is this movie? My sentiments is exactly. What is this movie? I don't know. Meet me in St. Louis. I I don't care. That doesn't even sound like a Christmas movie. Let's look up what this nonsense is. And I swear to God, if it has that horrible dancing fool Bing Crosby in it, I'm going to lose my shit. What is this called? Meet me in St. Louis? 
1944 was was the making of this movie or the release of this movie let's look this up who's in this nonsense judy garland 100 on tomatoes okay judy garland margaret o'brien and mary astor i don't know anybody else in this um so as far as i i'm concerned rotten tomatoes is wrong this is disqualified what's the next one eric number two the shop around the corner 1940 99% 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% from the people. All right. Anything? See. No. Shop around the corner. We're, we're striking Dude, out here, people. Mr. Media is two, two for two. You have to go easy on the sharp sounds that you're emitting. This happened right before we started this recording. <laughs> Wait, what? And it just, it was like you just, you went high pitched again right into my ear. <laughs> Sorry, this is sir. what Eric was laughing about right before we started recording. Is <laughs> because it's like he just stabbed my brain. Uh, the shop around the corner has 1940. It's got Jimmy Stewart and <clears throat> Margaret O'Sullivan in it. Yeah, this is pretty much an old movie. What else is there? Uh, number three is Miracle on 34th Street. Disqualified. Next. Disqualified. Uh, the first newer movie, Tyler, is the movie Tangerine from 2015. I've never even heard of this, and it came out in 2015. Like, this just came out, and I've never heard of it. Oh, I like the premise of this one, though, from IMDb here. This has uh, a hooker tears through Tinseltown on Christmas Eve searching for the pimp who broke her heart. I'm in. I would (laughs) love to watch this. All right. This is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Perfect. Um, Number five on the list is Klaus, 2019. Let's look this up. A L A U S. Now it's pretty nondescript. It just has. I bet you it's a horror movie. Let's see. Nope, it's an animated movie. Ninety-five percent right. on Rotten Tomatoes. Damn. <gasps> it go. has Norm Macdonald in it. Rest in peace. Oh. All right. Number six on the list is maybe my favorite, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Absolute classic. Classic, Absolute classic, 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 and a movie for the entire holiday season because I it think is, it, yeah. it, they put a lot in there. Tyler, is it a Christmas movie or a, or a, a Halloween movie? I it, again, dude, it's it can it's everywhere from October to de, to December because they even they mention Thanksgiving even. Remember in that tree, like in that forest with all the portals and shit in the trees. Yeah, he has yeah, the Thanksgiving. option to go into Thanksgiving too, and he doesn't. But so you know what? This yeah. has everything. I think this is one of the ultimate holiday movies in general. This movie's so well, great, and all of the songs you can sing along to. That's true. Yeah. Uh, number seven is Little Women, twenty nineteen. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Number eight, I don't know, Tyler. I don't think this is a fucking Christmas movie. Unpo- uh, uh, I mean, fucking unpopular opinion. Die Hard, 1988. How dare you? Of course this is Here a we go. movie takes place during a Christmas party. It's the whole still thing. not a... Fine. It's not a Christmas movie. It doesn't take place on Christmas. It doesn't have a themed party for it. And the man gets what he wants at the end of the movie. The ultimate gift he could have. He gets his wife back. The only thing he wanted for the holiday season. And he got it. 
Spoiler alert. It's been 34 years. Get over it. Uh, number Get nine is Carol. All right. Number nine is Carol 2015. All right. Let me look this up so I can say no. We have a romantic drama period film directed by Todd Haynes. No. All right. And finally, number 10 on Rotten Tomatoes, best Christmas movies of all time. It's a Wonderful Life, 1946. It was a wonderful life until this list came out. (laughs) All right. How is Lethal Weapon Uh, not on here? How is Bad Santa not on here? I mean, come on. Batman. Wasn't that movie during Christmas? Was it a holiday parade? Uh, Batman Returns definitely was a holiday movie. Absolutely was. There you go. Um, And just to keep things equal, we also got some of the best uh, Hanukkah movies, which was very, very weird. But the reason I bring this up is because we have something special. Number one is Eight Crazy Nights. Okay. Um, Number two was a Disney Channel movie called Full Court Miracle. (laughs) Number three, sounds like a porno. Mistletoe and Menorah. Uh, number four nice also sounds like a porn the hebrew hammer yeah number five (laughs) i never saw it is it good you never saw the hebrew hammer i've never seen the hebrew hammer oh dude like i swear when we were in high school this was on comedy central all the time it was all the time this movie is so it's stupid as hell but it's awesome is it is it worth seeing yeah, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like, like one of those shit though. It's not no, it's more like um, like like the black exploitation genre, but with like a rabbi. All right, it's fun. Uh, so, so you recommend this one? Like people should check yes. this out. Now, I haven't seen it since we were in high school, but yes, highly recommended. <laughs> all right, and number five, all I want for Christmas. The Hanukkah movie, I guess. That's a great... Um, I swear, does this have Mariah Carey in it? Probably. I have something important here. This is an honorable mention for Tyler. As I was assembling this list, there's a movie called Hanukkah. H-A-N-U-K-K-A-H. It came out in 2019. Thank God they spelled it right. (laughs) Yeah, right? Um, I read the premise of this movie, and I was like, this totally sounds like a tyler movie you all check it out let me know if i'm right about this tyler a group of jewish young adults are in for a festival of frights with the help of a (laughs) rabbi they they deduce that they are being targeted because they have violated uh violated judaic law and their only chance of survival is to embrace their faith Ah, and it stars charles flight charles fleischer sid haig shout out to captain spaulding Mm. and caroline williams um maybe it doesn't sound like the coolest movie ever but i saw like the pictures of it i saw the the short trailer they had it was it looks right up your alley tyler Mm, yes uh all-star cast unfortunately sid haig right at the end but oh man what a great it's halloween for jews this is great like as in the movie halloween that's great would you would you watch it yeah you have to sid haig it's got to be one of his last movies caroline williams come on who who is caroline williams uh she's like a 
you know, she's in the same league as Sid Haig. Like, she's kind of like B-movie royalty. Like, she's okay. mostly known, like, her star-turning role, I guess, was as the protagonist in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. All right. Interesting. Love it. So, so we learned a lot in this episode. And as promised, I'm not going to hold you all a minute longer. We're an hour and four minutes in. Tyler, what was supposed to happen today? <laughs> What was episode 117 supposed to be, and what happened right when we started this episode? Eric told me what the plan was for what episode... Let me get my numbers right here. 118. And I was a pig in shit. All I heard was come up with something to demolish other people. And I took that to heart. And Eric told me what this episode was supposed to be or what was changed to. And I completely disregarded that and just focused on 118. And uh, when I texted Eric a certain thing about, you know, we got everything in order, we got everything this, Eric responds with everything question mark. And it turns out I, I just ignored Eric completely and went in completely blank and thought this was a different episode than what was supposed to be um this was supposed to be tyler's real holiday episode and it turned out to be the holiday episode for everyone else um yeah so mass confusion (laughs) eric decided to blow like a fucking like crossing guard whistle into his microphone which almost deafened me which caused him to laugh which is how we opened the episode um, and this opus episode almost became a complete train wreck. I don't know. You, the listener, you decide whether it was a train wreck. Please write in. And that's what happened. Yes. So <laughs> I, I really hope that, that you did learn something. I hope you're going to take a little bit of these facts and, and go and impress your family. And during Christmas, during Hanukkah, during Kwanzaa, let them know that you know what Kwanzaa is. Let them know that it's legit. Let yep. them know that your friends over at Team TNA celebrate Kwanzaa. Yes. Um. What else is there? What else is there? I'm trying to think if there's anything else before we plug episode 118. We have a few special things that are going to happen. Um, I don't know what to give away. I don't know what to give away. I don't want to give away the thing that Tyler thought this was. Just know that there's something very special happening. Um, it involves it involves a third person. It's going to be Tyler, myself, and this third person. Uh... We have something special coming up for you guys. What are you thinking? There's four, isn't there? Isn't there another person? No. Wait, say say the roster again. So, not episode 118. Yes. But an extra of, oh, an oh. extra piece of that. I see what yeah. you're saying. Sorry, this is yeah. what happened the last time. <laughs> was there selective hearing on this yeah. end about what was literally just fucking said to them. You know what? Let's end the confusion right now. Tyler, what's the song of the day? And then I'm going to pitch episode 118 because you're just you're just throwing question marks at people and everyone's going to start getting cross-eyed here. So, Tyler, what is your song of the day? The final one for um, our Team TNA holiday special. We'll, we'll revisit this again in 2023. What is the song of the day for you, Tyler? Uh, let's just go with one of the most overused songs at the moment. But you know what? The title of this song really illustrates what happened here today. Let's go with Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. I hate that fucking song, man. I can't hear it anymore. It's a fucking earworm now, isn't it? 
Holy oh, shit. Dude. It was cool in the beginning and kind of throwback. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This is yeah. different than every fucking thing on the radio. And then it became the only fucking thing on the radio. So, Ugh. yeah. Honestly, My dude, song this, is- last, this last week has been the steepest fucking hill regarding the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we have fun and we have fun and we love it. And we still pulled out an awesome episode. We still pulled out something fun for you guys. Yeah. Team TNA's holiday special. You 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 left cut with more than you came in with. And my song of the day is by Gala PV. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. What what's the now, singer's name? Gala PV. Is she the P-E-V-Y. original? VY. She's the little girl that sings it. Oh wow. Never knew that name. Yep. So, <clears throat> episode 118. Tyler, <laughs> mute your fucking mic so I can have a moment with the people here so they can know what's going on. <laughs> and I am mute. There he goes. All right. Episode 118 is going to be Team TNA's 2022 time capsule featuring Seal and Ashley Lana from Lala by the Fear podcast. We're going to talk about the craziest news headlines of 2022. We're going to talk about the funny things, the crazy things, the fun things. Some of our favorite episodes, some of the special guests we've had. We're going to wrap up 2022 on episode 118. Tyler, are you back with us? I am. I'm also going to reach out to see if we can get Kirstie Alley on with us. Oh, that's, you know, dude, that fucking hurt. When I read that from you, my heart sank. (laughs) I wasn't ready for that fucking one. Am oh. I your TMZ, Tyler? Is that how you find out who, who's coming and going? You were on this. I was like, no, 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 no. There's no fucking way she's, she died. There's no way. And yeah, 70, uh, 71 years old. Wow. Dude, that's crazy. Um, Dude, cheers. Cheers, cheers. man. Cheers. Yeah, Star cheers. Uh, of of uh, Rathacon. <laughs> yeah. Look, Look who's, who's talking. talking. Yep. Yeah, for richer for poorer. For richer for poorer. Look who's talking to. Yeah. Look who's talking now. The interesting thing with her, it takes is two. That it takes two. The interesting thing with her is that she was supposed to be Roz on Frasier, and you all know I love Frasier. This is your final fun fact for this episode. She really? was supposed to be Roz. Yeah. What happened, Tyler? She's a Scientologist. And she doesn't believe, she didn't believe, allegedly, in psychology and sciences. And said she's not going to be part of a show that it's all about psychology and a, and a psychologist and science. Allegedly, uh, that's the story of, of why she didn't even, um, what's it called, read for the part of Roz. So for that role... Was, was um, what was her name? Rebecca? Was Rebecca, I guess pitched as the producer of his radio show then because she wouldn't have been another character that would have been too much for the audience that's the interesting thing that's the interesting thing there is for example um what's the what's the character's what's the actor's name that plays martin the dad do you remember his name uh john mahoney i think john mahoney john mahoney was not a regular but on two episodes of cheers as a random fucking guy yeah, yeah. He was like a con artist or something. He, wasn't he? He wasn't a con artist. He was writing jingles and stuff like that. Like he was oh, a salesman. Okay. Got it, got it. Okay. So so the the direct continuity doesn't exactly have to be a thing, only that she was a main character on that on that show. So to bring her in and for him to play the same character and for her to not play the same character, like you said, would have been a bit much for the audience. Yeah. But I think they could have gotten away with it. 
I, th- I think that would have been fun, especially with her like very stressed out nature being a radio producer. I think that would have been a lot of fun. But I'm yeah. glad that they didn't do that because it really it helps make Frasier be its own show by not yeah. bringing in more more Cheers cast members or characters. Yeah, yeah that's true. But uh, yeah, but rest in peace to, to Kirstie Alley. That's, it was super random. 71 years old. And it's one of those situations where I don't know if you guys do this too. Maybe it's a morbid Eric thing. I go to their Instagram page and I see what their last few posts were. Oh, shit. And I, I always do this. I'm like, you know, I heard this person died. Then you go to their last, you kind of go in and like see like if they were deteriorating in health, if there were any signs, if they were kind of hinting at something. Yeah. Um, One of her last posts was the end of September. And she looked, she, I mean, she's older. She doesn't look like she's not a fucking bombshell. Like she was when we, when we were, when we were kids, I had a fucking crush on her. I had a massive crush on her, richer or poorer. I thought she was like the hottest person ever. Honestly, she's always been stunning. Always. She's yeah. always had a yeah. very specific kind of look to her. That's very yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. 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 So, you know, she, she kind of, you know, but she was older. God, you know, rest her soul. She was, she was older. She was 71. She got, you know, she was up and down in weight all the time. So she was kind of looked and kind of talked drugged out kind of, but I think maybe that's just how she was. And she was talking about, Hey guys, I'm on cameo now, so I can do anything you want. If you want to have me, you know, announce your divorce, I'll do it. If you want me to say, I love you, I'll do it. If you want me to do anything, (laughs) I'll do it. Hit me up on cameo, like something like that. And I was like, she looks healthy. She looks like a 71 year old lady. She looks healthy. Um, wow. I can't imagine her being 71. That's just so weird. It is weird. It is weird. All of our, all of our childhood crushes and and stars that we were watching are older. It's weird. It's really, but that's what happens with the world. Wow. Yeah. And what a great body of work she had. Like she really like, she was a great actress. She really was. She, she was fun. She was definitely fun. She definitely had a type uh, of movie and she, she was she was funny, man. I think she, she was, was funny. funny. She had really great chops. She was great. Yeah. I and yeah. honestly, I love her character way more than uh, Diane Chambers on Cheers. I think so you're team Rebecca. I'm team Rebecca. I love Rebecca Howe. She's fucking funny. Yeah. What about Go you? check out Cheers if you haven't seen it? I'm... She... Look, Diane was annoying, man. Like fuck, she was. Man. Yeah. She she was annoying, but she was the original like uh, uh, heartthrob of the show. So I, I I don't know. I liked her until Rebecca came, and then Rebecca was like kind of vain and shallow. So I kind of never really liked her, but she's she was so funny weak too as a person. That's what's so great. Yeah, she's so like weak inside that she just falls apart with anything, any stress. That's true. I love it. Yeah, yeah, she does. She does fall right apart at the seams. So check out Cheers if you've never seen it before. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and that show is one of those that gets better and better and better. Yes, agreed. And we will see you all back here for episode one eighteen, our final episode of twenty twenty two. We will be there. We hope you will too. Finally. <laughs>